Hey guys, Coach Sean here, and welcome to another episode of the Coach Sean Fitness Podcast. I'm not going to lie, this is like my fourth or fifth time doing this intro to this podcast. A um, little, bit, little bit of brain fog going on at the moment, a little bit foggy. Um, just back recently from my holidays in the last 12 days, actually. I say 12 days, it's close to two weeks I've had away in holidays in like the last 10 years or something like that. It's, it's crazy. So I fitted a lot in those last two weeks, getting back into the swing of things now. Uh, typical Irish weather coming back absolutely lashing rain uh, this morning as I record this it's, it's Tuesday afternoon uh, Tuesday morning I was doing a PT at uh, this morning I was doing a, a PT session in the Phoenix Park and from like 6am to 7am it did not stop raining it was just like oh this is a pretty good welcome back to this country but no no in all seriousness I am actually delighted to be back getting back into so many things and um, when I was away uh, I was away with the, the girlfriend to Iceland for a couple of days to start off my, my 12 day uh, vacation and um, so no training was done there unless you talk about like hiking up to see waterfalls and stuff like that that was the closest I got to, tra- to training but a, a lot of hours spent driving in the car and stuff like that so I wouldn't have called it a productive week in terms of fitness but hey it's my holidays so I didn't really care too much for that um, but the second week we, I was on a cruise with me folks and my sister and um so uh, we were on a cruise in the Mediterranean. It was like 27 degrees every morning. It was unbelievable. But it, most mornings, the ship didn't dock to like 9, 10 o'clock. So um, just with my body clock, I was up at half six anyway most mornings. I know that sounds insane for a holiday, but uh, I found it pretty hard to sleep. So, well, I got to be five, six hours. But every morning, I'd get up around half six, seven o'clock. I'd go down to the the buffet i get something small to eat just give myself a little bit of energy and then i go straight into the gym um, and the first morning i got into the gym and i had like for for hotel gyms or training holidays um i don't really think you should like i don't personally stick to a training program i just go in feel out an exercise feel out what i want to do i just keep moving and um, i feel much better when i'm training and i'm in a routine because when i'm moving a lot i just seem to have more energy i just just feel better about myself and um, i just have more energy levels and um, my fitness levels are just feel better i'm moving more i don't feel as stiff i don't feel as sluggish so getting even like 20 30 minute session in there i just feel a lot better that way and since the boat hadn't docked at half six in the morning and the bars weren't open there wasn't really a whole lot else to do why the bars open actually i don't know i assume the bars weren't open at half six in the morning but anyway um so it was in the gym to get to get a workout so i got to the gym i did my, my normal typical warm-up and it was just happened to be beside the weights area and next thing was two lads there doing bicep curls and i'm like well, well that's typical guys and holidays doing bicep curls and um, you know i'm a guy guys are dumb and it used to be a main staple of my training was a lot younger and, and and stupid was just bicep curls bicep curls bicep curls um but then two minutes later these two other lads came over and all they did was bicep curls and before my warm-up was finished and it was only a 10 minute warm-up just a light warm-up couple of squats bit of movement and stuff there was seven people that had already done bicep curls i seen one person on the bench doing a dumbbell press the other seven had come over to the area and done bicep curls and i don't mean i don't judge anyone in the gym doing anything and with the exception of this because you don't know a person's training history you don't know why they're only squatting to a certain level and stuff like that and i hate people online trolling anyone that's doing training in the gym because you don't know what that what they can and cannot do in the gym and you don't know why they're doing a certain exercise and 
like I saw like a, a video there a good while back. LeBron James was doing like he's a basketball player for those who don't know was doing barbell squats and he was only going down like a quarter and back up again. And his, his squat form looked different to what you'd imagine a barbell squat to look. And everyone's like, oh, yo, he he can't train right in the gym. He doesn't know what he's doing. And blah blah. And it's like, well, he's training to be better at his job and he's one of the best basketball players in the world so he's he's doing something right pretty much you're in no position to judge with the exception of people coming in and just doing bicep curls and the amount of variations i saw was insane and I, at one stage i was doing um a split lunges a split squats on on the bench and a guy came over and he was looking at that he was studying all the dumbbells and he was there for a good 30 seconds and I had to watch to see what he was doing. And sure enough, eventually he picked up a set of dumbbells, stepped back, and just started swinging these things, doing bicep curls. And I'm like, oh, God, I had to walk away. I just found it very funny that um, people go in and train such a small muscle group and, and think that they're doing a lot in the gym. Once again, you know, if you're on holidays, I, you know, I, I didn't have the greatest workouts myself in the world. I just went in. Um, the first day I did pretty much my, my lower body session of wood for a challenge. Uh, an eight-week challenge to have people do. I, I pretty much did exercise adapt for the rest of the week. I was using, you know, just machines. Um, they had one of those uh, kinesis walls. They're only in two or three gyms over here. I'm, I'm not a huge, huge fan of it. When you're over there in holidays, it's like, ah, I use it. It's like a, it's a glorified cable machine, pretty much. Uh, so I was using that with different angles, different presses, different rows, just because it was something different. And once again, just get the blood flowing, just um, get the body moving and feeling good and better and more energy before i'd leave but bottom line if you're a guy you're in the gym don't just do bicep curls please if you want to make your arms bigger there's so many different things you should do one of them being get better at pull-ups if you're getting better at pull-ups especially uh, chin-ups with your your palms facing towards you that's gonna blow up your biceps a lot more than bicep curls a lot 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 more and if you are doing bicep curls slow the hell down doing the movement check your ego at the door with that and any other exercise pick a suitable way that you can control slow and control bring up and down up and down nice and slowly you're going to get a lot more energy exercise than just swinging them as if you're marking through through a walk or something like that um so yeah that's that's my little rant on 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 that so that was just to ease myself into today's podcast and today's podcast we are going to be talking about training with lower back pain So in this episode, we're talking about training with lower back pain. Unfortunately, this is something I've had um, a lot of history with myself. I've suffered a lot with my lower back. Um, And what I find is when people say they've got lower back pain, they'll they'll always want to get like a scan or something, a steffy something wrong with with, um, their, their spinal cord or something like that or a bulging disc. And while... My most serious injury with the lower back it was, it was that bad. I, I couldn't actually walk after I got... It was a sudden injury. I, I literally couldn't walk. And with that, it was a herniated disc. But what I personally believe led up to it and what my other issues I've had is that my the backs of my muscles, the back, the back muscles in my legs, my hamstrings, my calves, they were all tight, uh, incredibly tight, and they, they were contributing to my lower back pain. Um, I don't I don't believe that for a lot of people if you have uh, pain in your lower back 
it doesn't always mean that that's the the problem area that could be just a result or a knock-on effect of of, di of different tightness in the muscles and basically your your pelvis is, is, is put in different positions that's not comfortable being in it's, it's kind of overcompensating for your your other issues so what i say to people in, in lower back pain is just basically well spend more time in your warmth get a full mobility workout uh, spoiler alert i definitely believe people should be doing exercise even with lower back pain there's certain exercises they do for example what they shouldn't do i get through so but I, I i think you shouldn't do anyway because is um doing anything with a barbell on your 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 shoulders on your back uh, in the beginning anyway i won't do it now personally because uh the last time I had a really bad problem with my lower back, uh, five days before I did my first set of barbell squats, and it was very light. Like, uh, and uh, I did them, um, I did around four or five sets. I didn't feel particularly right in my lower back. I knew something was up, so I, I pushed it for four or five sets, which was really dumb on my part. And then I left, and a couple of days later, big injury, lower back, couldn't do anything for a month. And I was like, oh, I'm never doing that again because there's so many different exercises you can do to work the legs apart from having a barbell on your back. Am I saying that barbell squats are bad? No, 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 no. Not saying that. I'm saying they're not good. I don't find them good for me. And even now that I feel my core and my lower back's a lot stronger, I might be able to do them. But it, it is in my head that if I do a barbell squat that, you know, something could happen again. And... The, the risk is not worth the reward. I, I, I have no aim of being a powerlifter and, and having a huge uh, barbell squat, not that I ever would, but I, I that, that's not a goal of mine. I, I prefer like a, a split split squat with dumbbells or, or kettlebells or something like that for me. But getting back to um what what you should do with lower back pain and your training, um, the first thing is that like i was saying the the tightness in the backs of my legs and we're all individuals in this i know i keep jumping chopping and changing topics here but um i want to make sure i definitely get my point across in this um that because the pain is not i is not always associated with lower back unless someone came with a, a hammer and hit you back in your lower back you're like okay that's exactly where the pain is uh but for a lot of us there's contributing factors that, that lead up to that especially if you get this injury through the gym so because my hamstrings and calves and stuff are tight uh, and my glutes as well um pretty much my backside um i recommend doing a foam roller just before doing anything in the gym just loosen up the legs loosen up the hips uh if you're using glutes get, get a slitter pretty much uh and put it and just you're pretty much sitting on it with, with one of your one of your cheeks sitting on it and just moving around it's incredibly sore it doesn't sound sore it is sore uh, but doing that for 20 30 seconds will help loosen your muscles just enough for the workout and um, it doesn't really i i've read different conflicting studies in this and for the most part it doesn't seem to have a a long-term uh, effect foam rolling but it will get you to the workout i mean once you're doing the foam rolling then you're getting into your different your different stretches and i find glute stretches are really good for opening up the hips if you go into like a, a sprinter's pose where your hands on the ground one foot goes up by if your right foot's up by your right hand left leg right back straight and then you kind of twist into that front knee uh, some people call it the world's greatest stretch those kind of stretches if you're and also if you're sitting down 
uh, uh, lying down, having your your arms flat back on the on the ground, your knees up, and then just bring your knees over to one side. Your your feet. Imagine like a tabletop position. Your feet. Your knees are at ninety degrees from from the ground, so your feet are parallel to the ground. Knees over to one side. Keep the shoulder blades shoulders down onto the ground. You're kind of stretching the glutes out a little bit. Just keep moving over and and back from there. Different stretches for the backs of the legs, quad stretches, and just ease into your workout um after doing your stretches i always 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 if i'm doing a, a leg day the three exercises i do i do um pelvic tilts so i'm lying down on the ground my knees are bent roughly nine degrees feet are on the ground and then basically i'm tightening my stomach up and i'm like twi- tilting my my pelvis over and back so I'm, imagine as if i'm making an arch in my lower back and then push my lower back down to the ground. I'll arch my lower back right back down. I'll do that for around 10 to 12 reps. And there, from there, I'll do a bridge. So slowly pushing my hips up and then right back down as if I'm peeling my vertebrae up one at a time. So I'll do that pelvic tilt, arch my lower back, push my lower back into the ground, slowly bringing the hips up and down. And the last exercise I'll do there, that, 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 that kind of um, series of exercises, I keep my lower back pushing the ground bring my knees up and my feet up so it's at that 90 position again and I'll slowly bring one leg out and back I'll only bring my leg out as my foot out as far as I can while my lower back stays pushed into the ground my lower back starts come up off the ground I've gone out too far so I might just do uh, heel taps instead so bring my foot a little bit touch the ground right back up the main thing when doing that exercise is you're working your your core your lower back so you want to have that lower back pushed into the ground rather than bringing the foot out as far as you can and having a large in the back. Um, and after that, then I, I, I'll end up doing some, I'll probably do a plank from there, just working the core a little bit more, as long as there's no pain in my lower back while doing it. Um, I do a plank, just keeping that core tight, making sure it's warmed up. Then I'll go into my, my sprinter's pose with the elbow down, up into a, a stretch from there. Um, and then from there into my, Warming up the, the legs are already stretched out a bit with the foam rolling stuff. So now I'll start to activate them. I'll do my squats, my lunges, uh, my plank, my inchworm. So you're um standing up straight, keep the legs straight, hands down towards ground, and then walking out into a push-up position, then right back up again. So basically just warming up the legs for, for what's coming. So everything's everything's pretty much switched on for, for, for what, what's gonna happen from there. I'll always spend at least six to eight minutes doing this warm-up instead of going into a cold turkey because if you're going into a cold turkey you know your, your body's not warmed up and you start using weights and stuff and that's when something could could happen i also finish my warm-up doing some sort of squat jump sometimes so if i know it's going to be a, a good session i might do just do five squat jumps warm the legs up then into something from there just a quick pause there sean see where we're going next with this
So yeah, after after that, I always say to So the warm-up is done. I'm straight into my workout. Um, let's say my back was at me and I was just back, slowly back training um, and I was dealing with pain in my lower back. So what I would do here is exercises and movement that is not going to cause me any pain at all. I know that sounds obvious, but same time with the whole no pain, no gain and all that BS out there. I do not believe in that. Um, now, if you got muscle soreness, that's different. If if that's different. If you're sore from a, a session and it's not too bad, uh, and after you warm up you feel better, then train, work away. There, there's that. That's different kind of no pain, no gain. But actual physical, you know, stabbing pain, avoid completely. There's so many different ways doing exercises that I wouldn't recommend training with pain. I just think that's stupid. But anyway, um, I'd always. After that, I would try to find movements that I'm comfortable with. So anything that's gonna keep my core tight. I don't think you have to use machines this stage. Actually, I'd recommend not using machines as long as you're pain-free while doing it. So anything that's gonna keep my, myself upright, my back straight, my core tight, using light weights, building from there, even doing isometric exercises, like isometric exercise is just basically um, a hold. For example, a, a wall sit, sitting against the wall, not moving, uh, in a squat position, that's an isometric exercise. So anything like a, a split squat so basically a lunge but just keeping the knee down low holding for 30 seconds that right there is going to absolutely kill your legs uh, and your core is tight so you're not going to feel um, and you shouldn't really feel any pain in your lower back while doing exercises like that so different isometric exercises um, squat holds lunge holds progressing then onto squat movements once again nothing with the uh, I'd recommend nothing on your lower back or any stress um on like barbells or anything like that i don't think it's it's necessary especially in your front your first few sessions back from pain in your lower back um i wouldn't recommend it like that and as well you don't know for sure and this is the point i was getting there to start you don't know for sure what is causing that lower back that lower back pain even if you got a scan and you had a bulging disc for example i was reading something recently and they were saying like the the, the likelihood of you getting a, a bulging disc and having no pain as you get older is, is insane. It was like 40% or something like that. I'll have to look that up to be sure. But um, it's like as you age, you've got a greater chance of getting a, a bulging disc, but it mightn't actually cause pain getting that bulging disc. So, but let's say you did something to your, you felt pain in your lower back. You're not too sure what it is. You got a scan and all of a sudden the bulging disc popped up. It's like, oh, that, that must be it. Now, if something happens, like what happened to me, just certain urge, something it once fell through something went that could that could be a bulging disc or protrusion i'm not a doctor so i don't know for sure um but what i do know is that leading up to it could be so many different significant factors that you're not too sure on so getting a full full workout in making sure you're you're, you're, you're stretching your entire lower limbs, getting mobility in the hips, and then strengthening the legs afterwards. There's no point in just stretching. Like the, if you're like the back of my legs are tight, there's no point in just stretching the back of your legs. You want to strengthen them too. So like I was talking about in earlier podcast, that's where your, your single leg deadlifts and your balance stuff comes in. So you're bringing one knee up, kicking the leg back while the leg that's on the ground is actually doing all the work. That's going to strengthen up the back of your legs. Um. So doing exercise like that, if you feel like your back and legs are tight, you're going to need to strengthen them as well as doing mobility. 
So we're near the 20 minute mark now at the moment on this podcast. And I feel like I've, I've ranted a little bit more than, uh, than, than provided too much advice. Hopefully there, there was some little nuggets of information there. Um, still getting the hang of this whole podcast thing and trying to get a, a single point down rather than jumping and changing. I, I feel a little bit like, um, you ever hear like Billy Connolly when he's doing a stand-up routine? Not saying I'm doing a stand-up routine like Billy Connolly, but like he'll talk about one thing and jump to something else and then jump back to what he was talking about. You're like, whoa, where are you? Something like a Quentin Tarantino movie there. You're jumping different scenes, stuff like that. So I kind of felt like I did that in this this episode, but hopefully there was a few little nuggets of information there about training with, with lower back stuff. Um, Just to, to bullet point the whole thing, I suppose. One, um. For the most part, we don't know exactly what caused the pain. It's pain is very complex in the lower back. You don't know what the original, even though the pain's in the lower back, you don't know what originally caused it. It could be anything from our feet to the back of our legs, tightness, and, and even our hip um our hip flexors could be causing tightness. Moving that pelvic girdle a bit, so you it's it's just messing up with our spine. That could be causing it. So for your warmth. Try the foam roller, definitely get that slitter out and work on, on your glutes. That's going to be a killer, but it helps loosen them up. Get a good warm-up in after that. I would definitely recommend core exercises um, and bridges and pelvic twists, uh, not pelvic twists, pelvic tilts, that kind of thing. Hip bridges, slowly leading into a bit more squats, lunges, single-leg deadlifts, the, the plank inchworm where you're standing up and going out into a push-up position right back up just strengthening and getting more ability in the back of the legs spending a good eight to ten minutes on your warm-up at least and then we are into the workout don't do anything that's got that you feel is going to cause pain in your lower back um stick with um stick with single leg exercises because you can't really lift heavy with single leg exercises for the most part in comparison to the heavier squats or, or heavier um deadlifts um personally i won't do barbell squats i struggle to do any uh, barbell deadlifts i would do trap bar deadlift because the, the trap bar is higher and it just feels more natural for me once again, I'm not saying that barbell deadlifts are, are bad. I don't think they are. They're great for a lot of people. I would just feel more comfortable doing a, a trap bar deadlift. So that's it pretty much for this week's podcast. Um, I do have an eight-week challenge starting uh, this Monday, September 30th, basically through the Coach on Fitness app. So no matter where you're listening to this podcast, you can get involved in that. So go to www.coachonc.com forward slash you don't need a forward slash actually just coachonc.com. I think it pops up in the homepage at this stage. Um so yeah, I'm doing a eight-week fitness and fat loss challenge. So basically doing exercises that I was pretty much talking about there when I was, when I was on, the, on the, the, the ship, doing lower body foundational exercises, building up my strength, building up my core muscles, doing warm-ups that um, are very similar. Actually, I think I just told you how I warm-up that I do in a challenge there, but I do practice what I preach. That's the kind of warm-up I do. Um, and then just doing lower body exercises that kind of are, are safe for the lower back. Um, I don't think there's too many bicep curls on the program. <laughs> Although I do think on week four, I, I did throw it in there for the crack. Um, so there's nothing really wrong with bicep curls. It's just don't just don't just only do bicep curls in your gym. If you're a guy, don't just do that. And if your aim is to get bigger arms, 
try do chin-ups first even eccentric chin-ups jumping up slowly right back down i'm about to get another rant on that so i'm gonna jump off this podcast that's pretty much it for me thank you for downloading this podcast please spread the word to other people to download the podcast and um, if you've got any suggestions for the podcast for me to um maybe you're, you're sick of me jumping chop change the subject or anything anything you think of approve of I'm always willing to learn, get better at this thing, so feel free to email me on sean at coachsheanc.com. And that's it for me, for Coach Sean. Take care.